Alright, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. I told you in the morning, the brother Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen, um, once said that the move of the spirit will be lost in a generation. You know, he said, except it's taught. Now, we must be ready. One of the things we must be ready to do is to contend for the things of God, even under mockery. You see, people are going to mock you. They're going to, you know, just like they did to Jesus. They did to the apostles. They're going to mock you. What minute this? And I know something. A lot of people don't like new things. You know, on the day of Pentecost, what was the big deal? The big deal was that they saw 120 people who were wild. And they said, what minute this? You know, ah, these guys must be drunk. Are they drunk on new wine? You know, and you know, it's, for some of us, what we try to do is we now begin to ask ourselves, let's be careful now. You know, you know, I understand it's the Holy Ghost, but let's put some wisdom. No, the apostles didn't do that. They went for more. Hallelujah. So don't, don't because people are, you know, sounding that way, you know, and say, well, what's all this thing? And someone said, you know, all these people just jumping up and rejoicing and doing this. I once, <laughs> there was a denomination like that. I don't want to mention their name. You know, they used to be very cool and collected like cucumber. So I took them through rejoicing. It was the pastor, very calm guy, that, you know, what was he just said, ah! You know, like, you're like ah! <laughs> and I was showing them, you know, and I can, ex- I can ex- in my dream, I can explain it. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I explained it. I told him how Jesus laughed. He never saw it. How he ran. Ah! He looked at it. You know, usually they look at the Greek word agalio. No, I went for the one aglesis. Aha. That one had another word, alio. There's no way you come around that one. And it's actually wild excitement. Some translations are very mild. They say Jesus rejoiced. Some say he exalted. There was one that said he was overwhelmed with obvious joy. Do you understand? Because they, that's the word. That's the word there, an overwhelming joy. An overwhelming joy. In fact, when Zephaniah used it, he said he rejoices over us with singing. In that Hebrew, it was the same thing. So when Jesus actually, now tonight, it's tonight I'm going to talk about joy, not today. I'm just giving you just a gist. It's just a gist. You know, Jesus, when Jesus in Luke 10, 21, when he leaped and ran, it was obvious that was Yahweh. Because, you know, it was about his, he said he will save. He will rejoice over you with singing. And what was just rejoicing over us? It was just about salvation. So I should, that church that day, ah, they just went wild. I said, look, there's nothing, I'm not ashamed of the Holy Ghost. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of the move of the Spirit. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of the moving of the Holy Ghost. You know, someone told me, he said, you know, he said, you know, we're talking. And he liked my submission about theology and all that. This was about 2011 or about that. You know, I said, eh, you know, this, you're not like all these charismatics who are tongues talking and then they will speak in tongues and you don't know what they are saying. I said, I'm actually like that. <laughs> he said, eh, eh. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm like that. He said, you mean you subscribe to people speaking in language that cannot be interpreted, that is not in any language? I said, I actually did it just now. Ah. And it was a Blackberry conversation. Then, in Blackberry days, ah. He said, I'm, I can't phantom this. He said, can we have a phone call? I said, no problem. We now had a phone call. That was, I think, the day or two after. He said, are you saying to me that, you know, you also subscribe to this? I didn't just subscribe it. I teach it. It's just like my dad. My dad once told me that. He wants to meet the person who is influencing me and making me a bad boy. Doing, making me religiously brainwashed. So he went on and on. So when it was done, I said, you are making an error. So what is the error? I'm the one influencing people. <laughs> you are making a big mistake. He said, what do you mean? I said, me, me, me. <laughs> That's your son. I'm the one influencing people. People should be the one coming to your house. 
that your son is influencing people. <laughs> you know, so the guy was surprised. You, with the way you explain this one, explain that one, explain this one, you are against money gospel, you are against. I said, look, I'm not against the gospel. Rejoicing is part and parcel of the gospel. Part and parcel of the gospel. Eh, he said, eh, Father, there was one of, one of that guy. That one took me on. He said he, had, he went to school to study hermeneutics. He went to Oxford. I didn't. Mm, it doesn't matter. So he said that Mark 16 that I kept, I kept saying that everybody speaks in tongues. He said does everybody cast out demons? He was arguing and arguing. I said, let me ask you a question. Hmm? He said the Bible says, do all speak with tongues? I said, do you speak with tongues? He said no. Was that scripture saying you should not speak in tongues? He said no. I said. So, you don't speak with tongues? He said, yes, I don't speak with tongues. That's what the scripture is saying. Do all speak with tongues? You don't speak with tongues. He said, yes. Uh-huh. So, he's not saying, do not speak with tongues. I said, just say, do all speak with tongues. He said, ah, what do you mean? I said, exactly what you are saying is what I'm saying. <laughs> I said, you don't speak with tongues. So, that scripture is saying that, do all speak with tongues? Ah. He said, eh, what he's saying is that all should not speak with tongues. I said, mm. he didn't say all should not speak with tongues. He said, do all speak with tongues. <laughs> So, ah, he really was upset. I mean, he was upset. He said, you see, this one, this one. You know, last two years, no, last year, he called me to speak for him, the whole conference, about 10 years after. You see, there's no point, don't bother yourself. Contend for the things of God. There's, there's, if there's something that doesn't even move me, it's opposition. It's almost the meal to make me keep doing it. If, 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 the reason why I won't do something is if I'm not opposed. I'll just be looking, maybe it's not worth what I'm doing. But the minute I see somebody say, I'm against it, then you fire me up. <laughs> you know, because like, I, like me and brother told you to say, that was how we grew up. <laughs> that was how we grew up. If calling us bad names. Mm, sure. <laughs> the, the only name I've not been called is, the one, is anyone you don't have given to the devil. The only name I've not been called. Any name you've never seen given to the devil, they have not been called that name. Now, take it the other way around. Do you get so it's not a, then what do you want to say next? Antichrist, cultist, false doctrine, false teacher, false teacher. As long as there's false in it, I've had it before. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. Do you get it? You can put a label on anything. That's your business. Do you get it? Yeah, it's your problem. So when it comes to the things of the spirit, we should have an attitude, you know, about also contending for it in our own lives. Let me ask you, apart from the church services, I'm not talking about church, I'm going to switch shortly. Apart from the church services, when last did you on your own rejoiced? Not in the service, on your own. You just rejoiced and have a good laugh. You know, have a good laugh on your own. You know, because the essence of doing it in the public space so that you can take it to the private space. On your own. Just on your own. You know, if you have not had people look at you and say, something is wrong with that guy. I mean, many times I have say, somebody went to my mom when I was younger. I said, your son seems to have a problem. She said, what is it? That he's always talking on the road. He's always talking on the road. Because when I'm talking, and the many times I'm talking, and somebody will think I'm greeting him. You know, I say, ah, good afternoon. They are not say, ah, good afternoon. They will not look back and say, ah, I thought you greeted me first. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> the one say, this guy is not, they're not fine. You know, why would you be a believer? And most of the talk you do is gist. Gist, gist. Some people, they can gist, not you. They can gist, ah, they can start the gist by 1 a.m., 5 a.m. They are still in the first session. By 7 a.m., second session. By the, but when we now start to pray, it's like that utterance ceases. But we are not like that. We have utterance by the power of the Holy Ghost. We have more words inspired by God than otherwise. Hallelujah. Now, it said concerning things of the Spirit, Brethren, gifts of the Holy Ghost, spiritual gifts, I will not have you ignorant. Now, listen to this very well. Like I said, this is not a teaching meeting. We're just going to be acting on the word of God. You know that. 1 Corinthians 12 to 14. 
Listen very well. You know, it's Paul didn't write it to a church that didn't know anything about the Holy Ghost. In fact, in chapter 1, verse 7, he said they came behind in no gifts. So I told the brother one day, he was writing an article about uh, uh, this, not, this what Paul meant. I just told him something. I said, why not have enough excess in your meetings to correct? There's nothing you are correcting. Your, well, there's even nothing. Paul wasn't correcting nothing. Something was happening that he had to say, no, don't do it like this. Do it like that. Which means that we must all welcome that excess first. There was something, if there was nothing, there would be nothing to correct. Right? Are you with me? There has to be something. Something was going on. And he left a big word. Even with all the instructions he gave. Chapter 14 verse 39. He said, now, forbid not to speak with tongues. That particular verse, it upsets everyone against the gifts of the Spirit. There is no way... How you go? How you for? How you for doam? The person you are saying is against tongues. Now says forbid not speaking with tongues. He says covet to prophesy. That means desire it, desire it. No, someone told me one time. He said all these tongues people are speaking is not the one in the Bible. He went on and on. Said the one in the Bible is this and so. And I asked him one question: Who do you know in the world? Ah, huh? practices this one you are saying. He said none. Who do you know? Nobody. So, you want me to follow something that nobody does? Right? Say, nobody, eh? Nobody. We're looking for the original tongues. Keep looking for it. You will find it in your pocket. You see? He said, forbid not. Don't stop. Now, Paul was talking about Christian assemblies, though. He said, do not stop. There is nothing in the word of God that stops the manifestations of the things of the spirit don't stop that's what he said now look at something i'm going to talk about why did he then write he wrote to instruct them that means we can instruct people in the things of the spirit which means that if i can tell you to pray I can tell you to rejoice if I can tell you to walk in love I can tell you to flow in the spirit if I can say walk in the spirit it's the spirit now I say walk in the spirit Galatians 5 16 and 17 that you fulfill not the lust of the flesh if I can say that right and it's the walk of the spirit I can also say pray in tongues Praying the Holy Ghost. I can say sing in tongues. Sing in the Holy Ghost. So which means the things of the Spirit, they walk with instructions. 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 Now, if it can walk with instructions, it can also walk with caution. I can give caution. I can give instructions. So don't, don't think that, you know, and I'll say this in church on because interestingly also we are doing some things about the moving of the spirit in the services and you know it's good for one to be taught some 29 years ago we had this conference called the kingdom harvest festival so we had the theme was that kingdom come so I invited no we didn't invite the man no I think we invited I'm not sure but we didn't invite him no 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 he gave us equipment you know gave us maybe the drums and the keyboard or something I can't remember so we now asked him to, ah, so he now came around. We're now having the Holy Ghost meeting where the move of the Holy Ghost was there. I now had an assumption because of his church. I don't want to mention the church, but the church talks about, the founder of that church was known for the gifts of the Spirit. The founder, male or female, decide in your mind. So he now came, so when I saw him, I just naively, naively, I just said, sir, Come and bless us. You know, when I was leaving, I just sensed to tell Pastor Josh to bless us. I didn't have to be, then I, I mean, I would have done it years back. 
because of what I'm about to say. So I said, come and bless us. Imagine, the meeting was already, everybody was, the meeting was, when you say high, high tension, heavily soaked. Now, so I give the man Michael to bless us. He now stood like this. Well, I, just like, I waited. I probably thought he was in a trance. So I waited. So I said, Sir, the mic is on. He said, hmm. Not like this. In a prideful look, let the Lord take control. Hey, whoa. Ah! In my language, they will say, Oh, share. That's soap. So what do I do? <laughs> I just found a way to get my mic back for you know. That is a speed breaker. That's what Brother Higgins will say. They pour water with socks on. Washing your feet with socks on. What is that? There are people like that. That's what, I mean, they, they, they know they are ignorant. There was another meeting we had. I think the years, the that same year. Now, I wasn't the one that conducted this one, but I was part of it. We're having the moving of the Holy Ghost. Same year, I think. So, that is why, that's how my friend, Pastor Larry, uh, um, um, Larry Amuson, you know, my friend back then, he's, been, he's gone to read the Lord now. So he now calls, anybody that has a prophecy, he now calls this lady out. I mean, very carelessly, unknown to him, the lady just said, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Hmm. That's how she started. Hmm. It's good that you're all speaking in tongues and prophesying and seeing visions. I was at the back, I said, hey. I don't even imagine that she had the microphone. You know, there are meetings that we didn't use microphone. We didn't use microphone. Said, are, I want to tell you that there are people today who are in hair fire and they spoke in tongues. Hey, whoa. From that day, eh? no, 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 no. I don't give the mic to just anybody. If I look at, if you're a newcomer and you have anything to say, tell me. Say, God said this for the church. Eh, I'm part of the church. <laughs> Say it into my ear. You know, Moses did that. He called all those elders, those spies, to speak to the congregation. Joshua learned. He said, Let's go to the pastor's office first. <laughs> that which you said you saw, tell me first. <laughs> I know what Moses saw with his face by you telling the congregation at once. You know? So there are people like that, they are speed breakers. They will appear like they are very smart. There's nobody like that here. Nobody. nobody. I'm just saying it. They are just, they are the smartest. They just, but they are very dull, spiritually speaking. How would you not recognize the moving of the Spirit? Brother Hagin will say, some people don't know the Holy Ghost so much as if he wore a red hat across the road, they will not recognize him. <laughs> they will still not recognize him. If he says, I am the Holy Ghost, they will say, eh, prove it to me by the Holy Ghost. Some guys are that dull. That's just the truth. They are that dull. Say, what is that church? What is church? Is that church? Is that, uh, you think church is like we're going to do a funeral service? Everybody just goes, oh, blessed Jesus. <laughs> no. Hallelujah. There was something that got the attention of people in Acts 2. It got their attention. So there's such a thing about learning it. You can learn it. Paul gave instructions. He shows you can learn it. We can be taught. We can be taught. We can. We can be taught. Someone said to me, say, eh, they want to get somebody to speak in tongues. They're now saying, eh, speak in tongues. See how I'm doing it. Say, is that God? I now said to him, he said, be that an example of the believer. Hmm? Which means that if I see a believer do the right thing, I can do it. Eh, he said, but this is the gift of the Spirit. I said, can somebody walk in love because I'm walking in love? Yes. Can somebody give because I give? Eh, somebody too can speak in tongues because I speak in tongues. <laughs> is it not the word of God? You know, sometimes eh, people are just very daft. And some people can present an, a stupid argument intelligently. A very stupid argument intelligently. Someone said, eh, that, eh, that 
we don't see the miracles of Jesus again. That, you know, the truth of the matter is that we're not meant to see them. That we're not supposed to see miracles again. And I went on and on. So I said, okay, let's look at it like, let me use your parameter. He said, hey, the miracles have gone with Jesus. I said, very well. He said, why? Because it's Jesus. I said, good, 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 good. But you also say people should be like Jesus. Hmm? Why should they be like Jesus? He's Jesus now. Eh. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak without tongues and speak gave them all Now, pay attention to something. We said, you can see what God is. Now, the first thing he said, we said, by instruction. By instruction. Which means, by just hearing, just listening. By instruction. You can flow with the Spirit. By observation. Now, in Acts 2, when those people came around, some, some were amazed, for they heard them speak, you know, in their own tongue, the wonderful works of God. Some said, ah, are these not all Galileans? Some mocked and said, these guys are probably drunk with new wine. But now watch something. When Peter responded, he now said, these men are not drunk. Look at verse 33 of that same text. He said, Jesus Christ, who is ascended to the right hand of the Father, is that there? Has poured out this, which you now see. Is that it? Which you now what? See. And hear. So, I can see the moving of the Spirit. Now, if you are here last night and this morning, did you see the moving of the Spirit? So, by seeing, you can know what is going on. Now, you can see something supernatural and mock it. But you have seen it. So, which you see and hear. That shows us that on the day of Pentecost, it couldn't have been tongues alone. You don't see tongues. Which you now see. And you hear. Now, let's see another one. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, when Philip went out to Samaria to preach Christ, verse 5 precisely, and then they went, the, the apostles came, Peter and John, so that they might um, pray for them, and the Holy Ghost was not yet falling on them. Now, listen to this. Some of us who are Christocentric word people, we don't like Holy Spirit falling. We don't like that phrase. For whatever reasons. We say, well, the Holy Ghost is in us. Did Philip not, sorry, this um, Luke not know it? The Holy Ghost falling is a corporate manifestation of the Spirit. It's not that the Holy Ghost is not in you. It is an obvious manifestation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I just said? An obvious manifestation. Now, this is what happened. So the apostles, Peter and John precisely, now began to lay hands. Verse 16. Then 17, a man by the name of Simon the sorcerer. Now look at what Luke said. Look at Acts 8, 6, 17. Look at something again. You know we saw that Jesus said, Behold, I sent the promise of my father upon you. We saw that. Uh, uh, Luke 24, 49. We saw what Peter said, which you now see, right? And hear. Now look at this one. Acts 8. Are you in 17? Let's read it together. Huh? Huh? The heck? What? And he received the Holy Ghost. Look at 18. Simon did what? He did what? Now, you can knock Simon for all you like. Because of the request he made afterwards. But what did he do? He saw. That through the laying of the hands of the apostles, the Holy Ghost was given. He was observant. He saw. Then he offered them money. That was the only thing he did that was wrong. And said, give me this power. Now, let me say something. Remove the word, offer them money. What did he do wrong? Nothing. 
he saw. He saw. He wanted an impartation. Give me this power. Peter never said the request was wrong. It was the motive. Give me this power that whomsoever I lay my hands on will receive the Holy Ghost. Peter now said, your money perish with you. You are taught the gift of God can be purchased with money. You have, your heart is not right. You have no part nor lot in this matter. The issue wasn't what he asked. It was what he offered. He saw. He saw it. He saw that something was happening when hands were laid. Again, he didn't see tongues. If it was just tongues that he saw, then they would say he, that he was, I mean, he heard. He saw. Something was happening. Two chapters afterwards, Acts 10, verse 44. While Peter yet spake, was in the house of Cornelius. He said, while he yet spake, you know, he was taking his sermons one by one. Introduction. He moved from the introduction. Four reasons why you must receive the Holy Ghost. Number one, see, he never finished that sermon till today. Hallelujah. There are times the Holy Ghost will fall and you won't finish that sermon. Then there are times like that, you know, and the Holy Ghost will interrupt everything you have planned. We are open to that, oh God. In our churches, we are open to it. In our ministries, we are open to it. He will just interrupt everything, Boga, and upset what you were planning to do. Because sometimes, eh, we are too, we can be too stereotyped. Hey, let's do it like this. And he said, uh-uh, I'll do it my way. And while Peter yet spake, Peter never gave any instruction. The Holy Ghost fell. Now look at what happened. On those who are called on circumcision, the Gentiles, and those that were with Peter, they were astonished. For they saw, they heard them speak with tongues by God, that upon the Gentiles was poured out the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost. They saw. They saw it. They could see something. Something was happening. So I can know the moving of the Spirit by seeing. By seeing. By seeing. Now, let's, let's wrap up in one area. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at something. Look at something. In Acts 2, the day of Pentecost, it, like, it was like the genesis the foundation of the baptism with the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts. But did you notice something? That afterwards, it was now men who initiated it. That the same thing that happened in the book of Acts now happened through men who were ministering. Men. We saw Peter and John, Acts 8. We saw Ananias lay hands on Saul of Tarsus, Acts 9. We saw Peter in the house of Cornelius, Acts 10. We saw Paul at Ephesus, Acts 19, verse 6. Which means, and listen well, that atmospheres can be birthed by what we initiate. At same atmospheres can be birthed. By what we initiate. So laying on of hands. Who do as much. By God. Than if hands were not laid. Hands were laid. To communicate the same thing. They said. So that they might pray for them. And they laid hands on them. And that the Holy Ghost might be given. So laying on of hands. Can communicate the things of the spirit. Just as much as Jesus was visibly present. So when I see hands being laid. I'm seeing the move of the spirit. Now you know sometimes we can, we can become biased about something. Like I was some almost 30 years ago now. I just stopped laying hands. I just stopped. Why? I saw some people were abusing it. They just abused it. They were laying hands for people for different kind of things. Different stuff. I just, don't let me talk about it. I was just really upset. 
So I now stopped laying hands. I stopped deliberately. I just, and I heard the Lord ask me, why did you stop laying hands? I said, eh, eh, that person, I was, you know, grumbling. Then he said, is it in my word? Now this is for me. I said, yes. Then you are not obeying me. You can't use people's excess to stop something. Anything human beings touch will always have excess. Anything, including you and I. So, listen. The laying on of hands who do as much in a meeting what Jesus would do if he were physically present. We saw it in the book of Acts. There is such a thing, you know, as making that observation. Just observing. In the moving of the spirit. Observing. Just observing. We said you can follow instructions. Follow instructions. And just observe. Uh, so when you are spiritually intelligent, you know how to listen to instructions. And observe. I dare say that on the day of Pentecost, somebody started. I dare say. It's the pattern for someone to start and others will just key in. I dare say that someone must have started. Maybe by that 6 a.m. Maybe it was Stephen. I mean, uh, Peter. Maybe it was James or John. And they just started talking in tongues. And the others were intelligent enough to know that's what Jesus was talking about. So in meetings, there are usually initiators. Those who will start out. They will start out. They will be the ones to show us the way. I dare say again, that those who started were the apostles. I dare say. That they will initiate it. You know, I told you something about a story. A man that came to preach in Nigeria, Lagos. And he, he, had, he wasn't struggling though, but he was trying to get the congregation to do something. So he was talking about the moving of the Holy Ghost. He, I saw what he was doing. I saw it. How did I know? Because I've been around it. Immediately, I just flowed with him. And the whole congregation got into it. So there are people like that that will just, you know, uh, Reverend Mark Hankins will call it first responders. Those who first respond. And there are folks like that in church. Now, I'm not talking about those who are excessive. Now, whenever you have the flow of the Holy Ghost, they will get in first. They are very smart guys. Some of those guys, it's likely they were fasting. They had waited, prayed up that meeting. When the spirit gets to moving, even when nobody's feeling it, they will see it. There are guys like that in the congregation. Now, I've always believed God to be like that. I've always believed God to be like that. Now, when we are, when there's a moving of the spirit, I will get in and show men what to do. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So we can observe and see. Uh, now, let me say something to you. If the moving of the Holy Ghost was so compelling that anybody should get in, how come people can mock it? How come they can mock it? How come they can laugh and say, this is nonsense? But it was the Holy Ghost. How come Paul says that those who come in and they are unlearned will say, you are mad? So it's very possible to have such views and you are wrong. So don't think if it's of God, how come people are saying this is crazy? No, they've always talked that way. So we are smart enough to know and be intelligent about the things of the Spirit. One, we said we know how to yield to instructions. We know how to yield to instructions. Say, I know how to yield to instructions. I mentioned something in the middle. You can release your faith. Maybe pastor gets up, pastor George or pastor Gilbert, and they say, there's a move of the Holy Ghost in visions and revelations. What should the intelligent man say? I see visions and revelations. He releases his faith in that direction. That's what he does. That's what he does. How many of you have gotten people filled with the Holy Ghost this year? Raise your hand. You've gotten somebody to speak in tongues this year. Raise your hand. Now, notice that what do you do? You instruct. You lay hands. Right? 
Now, is that the Holy Ghost? Was it God who moved? Now, did God move without you giving instructions? No. Now, if you apply that principle to every move of the Spirit, we'll get in on more. We'll get in on more. So, there are things you just, you know, Brother Hagin has this principle that you can start out. Now, I won't use it, but let me just use it. I won't use it. He said, you can start out in the flesh and you'll wind up in the Spirit. You can never be wrong if you are copying a believer who is in the spirit. You can't be wrong. Sometimes the way you start, the, the way I started rejoicing, I just watched a friend of mine. That was all. And I just said, eh. In fact, I just looked at him. And I said, eh. Uh, and somebody was saying, eh. Some people, the way they rejoice is the same thing. I said, would you have had a problem if it's the way they prayed? Said no. Why do you like criticizing everything? You know, if it was the way we were praying, you know, we, we also copy praying. We can also learn rejoicing. Amen. Now, this afternoon is not rejoicing. It's tonight I want us to talk about joy. Hope, hope you are ready. Hope you are very ready. Yeah. We'll talk about in the precept, example, dimensions and degrees. Hallelujah. So there are dimensions and degrees to it. Glory to God. Some of us, our rejoicing doesn't pass more than 30 seconds. Glory! Hallelujah! 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 I will sing a song. Wait till tonight. I'll take you out of your carnality. Hallelujah! Are you here? So we can watch. We can watch. We can actually just watch and say, the Holy Ghost is moving. I said there are people in the assembly that who will just know them. Who will know them. Ah, that these guys who loves to be like that in this church, we all should be. That you just know some guys when there's a prayer burden, they get in first. They get in first. Little praying like they are going, oh, they are getting in on something. Usually, they now. Those are some guys who, when you have a prayer, if they hold your hand, Holy Ghost will hold you. Will hook you. In prayer, I just hold you. Hey, let's pray. You say, ah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you just find yourself praying for a long time. We all should be like that, right? We all should be like that. So, there's such a thing as observing. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? What are you seeing? Huh? <laughs> you didn't get what I was saying. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you? Did you see it? What can you see? Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> Open your eyes, you see it. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? Ah, see it now. See it. And step away from where you are. See it. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. See it. See it. Oh, yeah. See it. See it. Did you see it? Yeah, see it. Your eyes are open to see this atmosphere the way it is. And much more. Yeah, see it. See it. Just see it. See it. Yeah, release your faith. You see it. You long for it. You long for it. Yeah, you, you, you long for it. You do, you long for it. Now see it. See it. You longed. You long for it. <laughs> see it. See it. Yeah. For you are a keen observer. And you see it. From the day. That which is known as the sign of spirits. Yeah, it's working effectively. Yeah, effectively. See it. See it. A man by Jacob said, the Lord was here, I did not know it. I will never be like that. I'll know it. I know it. See it. See it. Open your eyes and see it. Don't force yourself. You'll see it. You will. Don't even make it up. You'll see it. You are a man in the spirit. So you will see it. 
you will see. Sometimes it's by closing your eyes, sometimes by opening it, but either way, just you will see it. You will see it. We won't have any keyboard playing, just you will see it. We'll see it. Yeah. You long for it. You will see it. You see it. You see it. Yeah. 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 You see it. <laughs> and your responses are getting sharper. Yeah. You see it. You see it. In the movings of the spirit. You see it. You see it. You see it. Oh yeah. You see it. Well you thought. You were. You had gone past it. You thought you had lost it. No you have not. You have have not. That which you used to do. You got into trances. Is back. For you are in one now. You are in one now. Yeah. Yeah. Just by this area. The Holy Ghost is falling in this side. You see it. You see it. This particular room. You see it. You see it. Yeah. 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 You see it. You see it. You see it. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Don't watch people just to watch. You can want to catch. Yeah, brother. It's on you, brother. Yeah, it's on you. Yeah, it's on you. <laughs> it's on you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yes, you. Movies of the spirit. Movies of the spirit. You know, sometimes the move of the Holy Ghost can just go in a particular yeah. It just go like that. It go like a straight line. It go There are different things that happen in meetings. Some of us will just be having sensations all over ourselves. There could be things where your mouth will just stop talking. And you'll be like stunned. Sometimes it'll be like your eyes were covered. I'll show you, tell you what. Years ago, I was not married to my wife then, but we were in a relationship planning to marry and there was such a thing God showed me something listen he showed me something about me now I wasn't meant to discuss it at that time <laughs> this is interesting so I called the pastors of our ministry then and I shared it with them I shared it with them and the Lord told me he said no you shouldn't have I didn't ask you to Said, I'm going to do something for you. They will not remember. You know, till today, everyone in that meeting can't remember the meeting took place. I've tried to tell them, they said, no, pastor, I was not there. And I know the meeting, they were not there. They were there, sorry. They can't remember. Now, the second one was interesting. That's my wife now. We're, we're in a relationship, they're not married. So as I was about to share with her, we're in Independent Hall, United University of Ibadan, and we sat just in the, in the open space. So as I began to talk to her, she said, I can't hear you. I was sharing the story, she said, I can't hear you. Ah. I said, Lola, she said, I can't hear you. 
like a cloud, a mist, just came in our mist. She couldn't hear what I was saying. The Lord said, I said, tell nobody. Hallelujah. You know, God does very interesting things. The third person I told was Pastor Stokes. He can't remember the conversation. So I kind of felt, ah, I thought these were close guys. And I was, so I knew that, mm -mm, mm -mm, that's what God wants you to do. But look at how he supernaturally prevented me. You know, we can have such move of the Holy Ghost. The man will just be stuck on his seat. It's not a demon, no. He's just stuck on his seat. He's just stuck on his seat. And like, like Paul, Paul said he just couldn't see. And he was seeing visions and revelations, trances. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen in meetings like this. Because it's already happening. Yeah, it is. And I'm speaking to you. Yeah, look, look at me. And I said to you. You can get back in the street like those days and have trances like you used to. Now you have a better understanding. A greater one. 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 Yeah. If you are the person, say, I step into it now. Take it. saying this to those who sing. Though I was going to minister to you tonight, but you know, yes, I've said this to you before. But you need to get in on what I said to you a while back. I believe it was last year. You need to walk in some depths of singing that gets the move of the Spirit in meetings. I know you have seen some. But there's more to come. And it will, that gift will be much more operational when you wait more on the Lord in fasting, praying, and ministering to Him. A flame will burn that never burned before in your singing and ministry, such that your words will set the tone of an entire conference, an entire meeting. From now, getting on it, getting on it. Getting on it. Getting on it. Oh yeah. See it. See it now. See it. See it. See. See the move of God in the local church. In the cities. In the meetings. seem to be very used to rejoicing first or only you notice it quietened it's a stereotype way you notice it quietened it was like we switched yeah because don't be calculative be open open you saw how I said no that joy one is for the night then you, you, you should have responded with laughter there's a don't should have responded with laughter you should you, you should be sensitive I said it that gives you direction so where 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 
were yielding to the spirit it's an old song we used to sing we're yielding to the spirit oh glory to Jesus thank God for the indwelling but thank God for the Holy Ghost falling Manifestations we can see that we can see. You see it. Oh, blessed be God. We can see it. Some of us who feel things, you could feel different things will be happening. find yourself shaking you find yourself just numb there are different signs of the falling of the spirit in meetings now I know you have mocked people just change it with your lips now and say I no longer mock such moving of the spirit you see what will happen now like this yeah like this 